it's us, the Mahojos. Hi! Uh, this is a bit of a strange start to a second bonus episode because you'll hear another welcome in a minute from when we first recorded this episode. But we've got some great news. So we wanted to put this welcome ahead of the next welcome because we've hit over 1,100 downloads of our little podcast. So we're just jumping in ahead of this bonus episode to say thank you so, so much. Woo! Thank you! Ollie says thank you too. Uh, we're really grateful for all your support. Um, we'd love to hear where you are in the world. Give us a shout on our social media channels. Say hi. Let us know what you think of the podcast. But for now, let's get into the real business of bonus episode two. See you later. Enjoy the next welcome. Welcome to our second bonus episode of Living Life Differently. I'm Ali. I'm Amy. We're the Mojos, and we're coming to you live. Well, not live when you listen to this. Because <laughs> it's a we bonus are alive. Episode. We're alive, but the episode isn't live. But we're coming to you from our Stasic Caravan in South Wales on a farm. And we just thought we'd give you a bit of a life update, really, with the way that we're living our lives and what we've been up to. So we just thought we'd cover a few things. What's been going on? Some good things and some not so good things. <laughs> What's been going on, eh? So, in the past couple of weeks, um, I've managed to um, secure, obtain, get um, my Maltese citizenship. Woohoo! I was fortunate enough to marry a Malteser. So, I've managed to get Maltese citizenship through marriage. Yeah, so the background to this is that um, my family, apart, you know, my grandmother and that side of the family is Maltese. So, um, Probably a couple of years ago, my my dad and my mum, they managed to get their Maltese citizenship and have applied for passports. And this was kind of before all the Brexit stuff. Um, And at the time when my dad did it, I was like, I'm not sure why he's doing that. I don't see the point in it, etc. But as we got closer to Brexit, um, it just seemed like a really good idea to have this dual citizenship um, and to kind of go down that path. So... I started the process, and then because we're married, obviously, you've come on board as well. So we're both come on board. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> no, come on, come on board the citizenship train. Come on, whoop, whoop. <laughs> let's go to Malta. <clears throat> um, also, the fact that we lived there for a couple of years, and obviously, sorry, Dizzy's walking around in the background. She's going to the vets tomorrow to have her nails clipped, so it'll be a quieter episode. But yeah, the citizenship, um, we we just think it's a really good idea to have the, the the second status, if you like. And with the Brexit travel rules now being a little bit awkward for long-term travel, we, we ultimately want to get our Maltese passports and then we kind of beat Brexit in a way, don't we? It means we've, we've got the ability to travel where and when we want to for as long as we want to. And it just takes that kind of fear of, what could potentially become an awkward situation and just takes that and just makes it really, really simple. Yeah, because at the moment, um, you know, and I know we're just sat in the garden still, we haven't managed to get to Europe in our camper van yet, but if the borders do open and international travel resumes, we as UK citizens can only travel for 90 days in a 180-day period. So that's three months. And, and that wasn't what we had in mind, was it? We didn't think we'd be sat in the garden for seven months, mind. <laughs> It's a very nice garden. <laughs> it is a nice garden. But yeah, so th- that was one fantastic thing that happened in the, you know, since the last bonus episode that we spoke to you about. Amy's got a Maltese citizenship, so we're really happy about that. 
something else is also um, we calculated um, my wages, my maternity pay, and um, obviously we're seven months into that now. And we were kind of a little bit disappointed that we'd miscalculated and weren't getting as much as we expected. Obviously, it's the only wage we've got between the two of us, so you know, it, was, it was a bit of a disappointment. But we've managed; we've we've done absolutely fine on it. And then last month, um, I had a two thousand pound pay rise, <laughs> so I had to ring payroll to check NHS pay. If anyone works for the NHS, you know there's always mistakes, and then they ask for it back the following month, so you need to sort it out straight away. But there was a mistake that they hadn't been paying me statutory maternity pay. So they paid it in one big lump sum. So that was nice to get a nice big pay bonus. Yeah, that was a massive, massive bonus, wasn't it? It was also a bit disappointing because, like you said, we'd figured out the calculations before we took this year off together. Um, you know, the background is that I, I'd, uh, I'm i on a career break from the National Probation Service and we we, were, we crunched the numbers, didn't we, before we made this decision. Um, you know, before Ollie came along, we were like, right, can we do this year of um, travel and adventure what's it going to cost you know can we do it on just um your maternity pay and plus a little bit of my kind of part-time freelance income as well and we worked it out that we could and then when that first pay packet came that first oh maternity pay came after ollie was born we were both like oh crap i think we've got our numbers wrong um and they were adamant that like no this is correct this is what you're going to be paid each month and we were like okay this is still doable but it it was a little bit uncomfortable um so then to get that windfall it was like whoa felt like we'd won the lottery <laughs> let's go and get brakes on the car <laughs> yeah it, that's what it comes down to then though it's like it's like okay let's pay off this or let's pay off that like i had a very small amount but a little bit of money on my credit card it's like okay we'll pay that off we'll buy new brakes we'll buy this we'll do that and before you know it it's dwindled yeah it hasn't yeah. gone but yeah. it has dwindled right down but the car's doing well yeah so it'll be interesting to see what the next pay is and how that might have changed so anyway that was another massive win for us so citizenship high five maternity back pay high five and then the other thing that's happened since we spoke to you guys last on a bonus episode is the fact that lockdown rules have been eased in wales so um that meant that we could basically travel anywhere in Wales, um, whereas we've been restricted so far to, the first garden. of all, <laughs> <laughs> the lovely garden. First of all, it was stay at home and then it was stay local. Um, and then there was this kind of five mile rule, five mile rule. Yeah. Um, so we were really quite strict with ourselves with that. You know, we didn't go, we didn't break it unless we had to go somewhere further afield to get something specific. Um, and then Wales kind of opened and we decided to go on a trip. We decided to go on a camper van adventure. So any of you that know us know that we're usually quite spontaneous. It's like we get home from work on a, on a Friday afternoon. It's like, right, throw some clothes in the van and we drive away. So Ali believed that we could just do the same. <laughs> so she woke up in the morning. I was like, right, let's go. Only problem was was that the van hasn't been anywhere for three months. Quite a while, yeah. So the van decided it didn't want to play. <laughs> it was um 
It was a combination of things, really. I think I got really excited because the rules have been relaxed. We've been waiting all this time to actually go somewhere. And there was a, a brilliant weather window coming up. So it was it was forecasting 20 degrees, which might not sound a lot to some of you who are listening in much warmer climates. But for us, that was like shorts weather. Tropical. <laughs> so I definitely got very, very excited and thought that, we should pack the van, we should head off, even if it's just for a couple of days, you know, let's get going. So I think it's fair to say you took a bit of convincing. I had a (laughs) full-blown strop. There's no other word for it. The are you being serious conversation went on. It's just like, we can't do this now. The the van's not ready. So your famous words? Um, What's the worst that could happen actually came out of my mouth. And that was before, you know, I left the ca- the caravan to go and start packing the van and stuff. So what's the what are the most important things when you want a vehicle to go somewhere? Oh. Is it A let's make sure we've got beans in the cupboard. Yeah. What, what else were you playing with? Um well I decided to like clear out oh, the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You decided that the drawers in the back oh, yeah. needed sorting out. Yeah. Which had absolutely no <laughs> no help to us whatsoever. It's full of bike bits and tools and stuff. I feel like you, you're still a little bit you know, <laughs> kind of sour about the experience. Anyway, let me, let me. All right, let me tap you on the leg <laughs> and calm you down a little bit. So yeah, when I said the words, "What's the worst that could happen?" I didn't realise that actually there would be like terrible things that did happen. So after I'd spent about an hour and a half, basically peeing around the van and like. Um, Doing unnecessary things. Yeah. Well, at the time, they seemed necessary to me anyway. So after I'd done that bit, Amy suggested that maybe I should start the van to see if it actually does go. And I was like, really? No, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, you know, but it's been stood all these months. I'm like, no, no, I've got every faith in it. All right, I'll go and do it. I'll go and start it. I'll put you out of your misery. I go to turn the key and nothing happened. The battery's absolutely flat. So I think you must <laughs> I think I think I threw something <laughs> not at me no 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 god no <laughs> but the, then you took over and kind of did the proper packing things and probably about <clears throat> six hours later and I'm not kidding um and we'd oh I'd found a little campsite in mid Wales I'd give them a ring and they said yeah you're welcome to come along as long as you're self-contained because that's one of the rules about travel at the time in Wales only self-contained accommodation was open and you could only go away in a camper van um, if you had all your own facilities on board because there was nothing open at campsites. So um, we set off, um, Amy with gritted teeth, um, Ollie and Dizzy in the van with all their stuff packed, which for the, I think they've got more stuff than us. Oh my God, it's gone from being really simple, just literally <laughs> like, and I don't think it's a case of Ollie has that much stuff. It's when you turn around and go, right, we're going to go away for a week. Get ready, go. Well, yeah, I just figured that if we're going to go away, let's go away full Monty, you know, and just pack everything we think we might need. And then if we have a good time, we can stay longer. Anyway, that didn't happen. So you might have, I don't know if you're following us on Instagram or Facebook, but um, we literally left the farm. Um, I don't know if you're in a good mood by then, but anyway, we left. <laughs> We left the farm and we're on, it's farm lanes until you get to the main road and there's a little bit of a hill to get up um, to the main road. 
and the van just wasn't pulling up the hill the way it normally does. We used to own a T4 that was scared of hills. It would literally see a hill in the distance and start to slow down. And it felt like I was driving that. There was just nothing, no, no. And it's such a powerful van. I was, um, it was just absolutely nothing there to help me get up the hill. Yeah, we've got a Mercedes Sprinter. It's a long wheelbase, um, so it is a big van, but and it and it's 2003, so it's not brand new or anything like that. But it's an absolute powerhouse on hills, and there was just something really wrong. So we got onto the main road, and then it's we dropped down a hill, don't we, to get to? We're the, fine down the hill. <laughs> yeah. We dropped down a hill onto the the main uh, road going up to Mid Wales, which is a dual carriageway. And as Amy pulled us onto the dual carriageway, which again was up a slip road, up a bit of an incline, there was just such a massive lack of power. And we're both looking at each other thinking, oh, crap, what's going on here? And it was at that moment that we both remembered that one of our um, MOT suggestions was that we needed to get a weld on the exhaust because there was some corrosion. So that was a bit of a light bulb moment, wasn't it? And we just completely forgot about it. It was one of those, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's really important. We need to make sure we do that. Gone. Yeah. Um, so we drove up this dual carriageway for another few miles and there was that, like, should we carry on? Should we not? Should we go home? Should we not? And it was just obvious that the va- there was something really wrong with the van. So we am denied about it. And then probably we probably got about eight miles, I think, from home, eight to ten miles, and then decided to turn around and come back texted um our friend owen who's done some work on the camper van before absolutely brilliant guy and he was like hey bring it over i'm outside my house now i'll take a quick look at it so we get there he gets under the van press the accelerator and there's this massive cloud of exhaust smoke coming out of the exhaust which was just like uh duh, we're stupid we should have got this fixed well you could hear the turbo whirring so we you know we knew it wasn't the turbo and then obviously we've got these big clouds of smoke coming out of the exhaust so it was like, oh, okay, he's gone by a new new exhaust. It'd gone beyond the point of welding. So we got the exhaust the following day. Yeah. So yeah, in that good weather window. Yeah. In know. that in that window where we were supposed to be <laughs> drinking buds and loving life. Yeah. We ended up fitting a new exhaust to the van. Yeah. So you were under the van the following day with a new exhaust. Um. I was handing you various spanners and bits and bobs. Ollie's in his little bouncer. Dizzy sat there sunbathing and loving life. And we're getting... Covered in oil, grease, yeah. dust, rust. But anyway, the job got done. The job got done. It was, you know, with a few phone calls for support and advice, um, you know, managed to do it. And we do do a lot of jobs on, on the van and we have done on previous, on, on our vehicles as well. We're not shy about getting our hands dirty and I love that I love um you know attempting to do stuff ourselves so that was that the following day I think by the end of the following day um decided to take it for a test drive was like fingers crossed this has fixed it it should have done there's no holes anywhere took it for a drive and that same hill just a couple of miles out from the farm and there was that same loss of power um so took it for a loop and back to the farm and it was just the same problem so we're both like oh crap this has gone really wrong so again we got back in touch with owen and we were just like we need help yeah we there's obviously an issue 
So because we'd fixed the exhaust now, we couldn't hear the turbo, which was really annoying. And um, so he just kind of had a little look around, had a little fiddle, went to pull the hose off the turbo and then saw this massive um, crack, mm. like a split in the in the rubber hose. Literally just snipped the end of the hose off, popped the hose back on and you could hear the difference straight away. So there's a massive hill around the corner from where he lives and it flew up there in fourth gear. So it was fixed. It was like giving birth to him again. He was away. <laughs> High five for the van V fix. But then, you know, with our little tinkering and pottering around, just checking that everything else was all right, um, we discovered that the... <laughs> the door wouldn't open. The door wouldn't close. <laughs> well, the door was an issue that we we knew that there was a problem with. But we kind of, again, we kind of hadn't gotten around. Oh, it was one of those things that we were like, oh, we just can't figure out why it's broken. So that was really frustrating. So then we we really delved into it then. We were like, look, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. We need to sort this out. Um, And also, I think you discovered that the tap on the sink wasn't working either. Well, I thought, right, we're doing this now. So let's kind of almost do like van checks to see you know gas is that coming through is that working have we got sufficient gas you know water have we got sufficient water is it working you know and kind of just try and go through everything go through the heating system go through absolutely everything we can so then yeah we discovered that the water pump wasn't working for the sink yeah so um well, what did we do for that? So we we knew that a fuse had gone on it before, so we tried to change the fuse and that didn't work. Um, so we ended up buying a new part and we fitted that just the other day when that arrived. So that's that job done. That's ticked off the list. And also we ordered a new sliding door side opener, <laughs> if that's the word. Um, it was, a you know, the plastic bit on the, the inner handle of the sliding door anyway. Um, that was a little bit cracked and it was just enough to allow us not to be able to lock or open the sliding door properly, which is kind of essential, really. But it was it? broken from the outside as well, wasn't it? Do you remember? Yeah. The door was really stiff and the handle wasn't working. We ended up having to take the inner door card off Yeah, to use the proper mechanism that's rather than right. the handles to get in and out. It was an absolute nightmare. So that's another job fix. So like, this is quite an interesting conversation, actually, to reflect, because although it was really bad when we tried to go off on our little adventure and it felt like, just terrible um we've actually ollie's oh, awake babe. ollie it's okay hey come join us come and join the party hiya baby so yeah even though that day felt horrendous with everything going wrong like reflecting on how we've used the time now you know even though we haven't actually been anywhere away away on a little vacation we've still managed to do some great fixes to the van um the other thing to mention probably oh, you might have seen our dog dizzy she's a border collie a sheepdog um about a year ago she got diagnosed with diabetes which was really weird um she just took a sudden downturn didn't she yeah She's about 13. Yeah, something like that. So we rescued her. Um, she's been with us for 11 years. Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. Yeah, got to be 11 years. Um, she is our firstborn. She, <laughs> anyone that knows us knows us as, you know, Amy, Ali, Dizzy, and obviously now Amy, Ali, Dizzy and Ollie. She 
is one she is is part of our family and comes absolutely everywhere with us part of the reason that we've got the camper van is so that dizzy has the ability to come away with us wherever we go she loves the tour de france <laughs> and hanging out with ellie in the french alps yeah so she's looking forward to getting to Portugal next. Yeah, she also came with us when we went to live in Malta. So she made uh, the overland trip with us in our car. Um, she lived with us there for a couple of years and, um, yeah, proper little adventure dog. So when she took a downturn, we noticed that she was just really tired and on walks she was falling behind, whereas normally she'd be the leader of the pack. She'd be the one, you know, blazing the trail and, kind of being like come on mums you know I'm waiting for you and um she started drinking lots more water she started urinating more and the vet discovered that she's got diabetes which apparently older dogs can get just for no reason in particular she has a really good diet you know she's not um overweight or anything like that so we've been struggling with her recently as well which hasn't been great but she's on twice a day twice a day insulin we've been managing that she, she's been a bit ropey the last few weeks and that's really worried us, hasn't it? But hopefully she's on going the right way now. It's weird how she kind of went from being literally the fittest dog mountain climbing with us, you know, literally would walk for seven, eight hours a day with us, no no problems at all. So literally it's kind of just that little bit, almost as if she had a bad paw, but it wasn't her feet. It was mm. just literally exhaustion and just didn't want to go any further yeah so shout out to dizzy she's actually pottering around in the background which kind of brings us on to the last bit of our little uh daily update as she goes and gets on the sofa she's <laughs> like i'm just gonna have a little sit down and, and there we go so amy set the scene how do we normally record podcasts okay so there's normally trying to satisfy ollie so that ollie sits quietly or is asleep or is asleep at the moment, he he sat on my lap, holding my hands, and he kind of looks around at everyone as if to say, "What's going on? <laughs> what do <doing?" laughs> we?" So yeah, but I mean, when we started this podcast, we were, I think, in my naivety, maybe or our naivety, we were really hopeful that we could, um, you know, organise it so that we're co-host which i'm delighted to say we've managed to do on episode six i think (laughs) (laughs) it's quite amusing though that like we'll start the podcast together yeah and ollie would be great he'll either be sat there quiet enjoying just listening to us or watching the videos and then all of a sudden he'd be like no i'm not doing this anymore so it's just that typical child thing where it's like no i'm bored now yeah i'm gonna make an awful noise dizzy starts patting around with her nails, or drinking loads and loads of water, or barking to go out. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we, we've managed to do it so far, and on uh, episode six, um, Amy's managed to come in as co-host as well, which is fantastic, which is what I always wanted, and on future episodes, you've managed to jump in and out as well, which is great. Um, but just to set the scene right now, so we're in our the lounge of our static caravan, it's um, about eight half eight at night. Um, Dizzy's on the sofa, Ollie's on Amy's lap, um, we've got a microphone in front of us, a laptop with a few notes about what we want to talk about, and it's just really nice to be having these conversations with these amazing women, isn't it? Yeah. It, it feels like it's an opportunity for us to kind of share our story, but we're learning a lot from all the people that we're talking to, 
And we're hoping just to inspire people and to give people a little bit of positivity during this time. Mm. Um, we're not saying you know, that our lives are better or great, or we're just saying that we're doing things our way. And that's what this podcast is all about, is just living that little bit different and enjoying what you do. Yeah, definitely. We didn't think that we'd end up in this kind of living situation um, or, you know, be kind of yearning to, to travel in our van and hopefully, you know, make a bit of a, a life on the road <laughs> as well. Um, and I want to make a life on the road. <laughs> I think both of us have had, like, past experiences of travelling and of different changes in life that have kind of both brought us to this point together I guess absolutely I think obviously we both we've both done our fair share of traveling but I think this past 18 months with covid and lockdowns um I've been because I was pregnant with Ollie and I work in anesthetics um I I got put off work um because it wasn't a safe place to be and so I've been off work for quite a while and I've personally found it really hard to not be there to support my colleagues. And then I look at Ollie and then think that's the most important thing. And between us, we're doing the best we can to be the best parents we can be for him and bring him up in the, well, hopefully to be an independent young man. Yeah, and I think having this year off together has been a massive bonus, um, you know, for being parents together as well. Um, I remember, you know, that two weeks paternity leave that I took in work before. Before he was born? Well, no, it was, I think it was, he was late, wasn't he? So he, my paternity leave started before he was born, but then he was born and then I had the paternity leave left and then my unpaid um, career break started. Um, But I remember thinking... When my paternity leave finished, I remember thinking, oh, my God, in in my normal life, I'd be going back to work now and you'd be at home on your own with him and I'd be gone for 40 hours a week kind of thing. Um, and that felt really weird. So feel it feels brilliant to have been able to have this year off, even though it, it's not quite panned out as we'd have hoped. Um, anyway, just to finish off, we thought, you know, talking about podcasts and the way we're doing it and our setup and stuff. We thought we'd leave you with a couple of outtakes because it doesn't always go to plan, as does life. That doesn't go to plan either. <laughs> so we thought we'd uh, let you have a listen to a couple of outtakes. So uh, enjoy those. Make sure you're not sat on a bus or on a train because we will make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Outtake number one. Hello and welcome to the Living Life Differently podcast. We are the Mahojos. I'm Amy. And Ali's lost the plot. <laughs> oh, God. I need to stop. <laughs> right. Start again. Hello, and welcome to the Living Life Differently podcast. <laughs> All I can see was your stomach coming. <laughs> oh, God. Outtake number two. Recording in bed with a microphone balanced precariously. Do this. Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're squeaking the bed. 
Ah, we should keep this for an outtake for one of our bonus episodes. Ah, oh, crikey. All right. Caleb, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> right, serious now. I've only done to the baby because he's right away. <laughs> just sat there watching me. I can't look at him. He's stroking his head. That's the end of the outtakes. Back to the serious stuff. So thank you for being part of our journey and inspiring us to continue to make these little podcasts. Um, we're speaking to some incredible people, enjoying every minute of it and looking forward to seeing what comes next. Mm, exciting. So wherever you are in the world, uh, stay safe and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.